Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Lady Gaga. Been looking up uh, tickets to her show in Vegas coming up this fall. Really want to go see it. I'll have to drop some serious cash. Yeah, I've never seen her live. And oh, I don't want anybody else to look out there. Just keep those tickets open to me, though. (laughs) I had this odd thought that I didn't pursue, but that I would go see Hamilton with Lin-Manuel Miranda in Puerto Rico. Oh, God. Well, Alexis, you know, she's in Puerto Rico right now yeah. and, and he's doing the show now. They looked up like, because they have 17 people with yep. them uh, with their Borton overseas. Just was impossible. They yeah. just couldn't get tickets to it. But how <laughs> how fun would that be? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, just to let you know, we're a proud partner of Valentine's Day TC5K presented by the Minneapolis Heart Institute Foundation. This is a fun run from Twin Cities in Motion and it circles Lake Nokomis in South Minneapolis. You can register and receive a free palm hat. Sign up at tcmevents.org. That sounds fun. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, well, the Oscar nominations came out yesterday. Um, and Donnie, Donnie Love was just going off on this whole like, ooh, this guy got snubbed and how there is no snubbing. He hates the word and the term. Oh, there was a snub. <laughs> there are snubs for sure. So uh, on the list, who do you think is a snub? For 100% sure, Bradley Cooper and not being nominated for Best Director for A Star is Born, that is a snub. That is a snub. I don't, it's a snub I don't even understand. No. Like, I'm not sure he's the best director necessarily, but when you look at the category that he's in, yeah. it definitely felt like he could come to the table. Yeah. They nominated him for actor instead. They did. And he also um, co wrote the adaptation of the script. So he's doing everything, and he learned to sing. And yeah. Like, it's just, please, they should have. Roma, uh, The Favorite, Black Klansman, mm-hmm. Vice, and uh, the movie that snuck in there was Powell Pawlikowski, which is a Polish film called Cold War that snuck in. Right. I thought that was a snub. Mm, definitely. Um, I think what's going around all the Timothy Chalamet um, fans out there were really disappointed. Did you get, get a chance to see Beautiful Boy? I'll be honest. I have it on my phone. Yeah. I like downloaded it. Yeah. I'm, I come from a family of addicts. So yeah. that just feels like I don't know if I want to spend two hours in that universe again. Oh, I, I get you. I mean, I went to a special screening where he was there, Timothy Chalamet yeah. and um, the gentleman who he's playing the part of the real him. Yeah. So and they it's were a good both book. there. 
Oh my gosh, yes. And so it's a combination of both the the father and the son's books because they yep. each have books. Steve Carell is fantastic. He's such a good actor. He really is. And Timothy Chalamet, people are absolutely losing their minds over the fact that he didn't get a Best Supporting Actor nomination for this. And they are really naming the villain in this as Sam Rockwell for Vice, playing George W. Bush. He apparently has uh, a little over five minutes of screen time yeah, total. Yeah, he does. And he's eating chicken most of the time. And they're saying, <laughs> you mean to tell me that Timothy Chalamet giving his heart and soul in this role is is the not equivalent. even worthy of being nominated? And that is nominated? I can totally see their point there. I really thought the supporting actor category was hard because Mahershala Ali was nominated for supporting actor. Yeah. And I guess they have to do that because they can't put him and Viggo Mortensen. They can't nominate one as best actor versus the other, which I don't understand. I thought he would be up for best actor. Right. It seems strange that even Timothy Chalamet would be in that category as well because he had a, a large portion. It's yes. Just, they had equal parts. And then Sam Elliott for A Star is Born. I love Sam Elliott. Yes. And I, he's, he's a great actor. And he tweeted, it's about time when he got nominated and I think that's great for him but sure. I don't think that performance was supporting actor nominated worthy I mean he doesn't even really do anything that much in that movie <laughs> he does shed a tear a little bit one yeah. half of a tear yeah <laughs> but then like Richard E. Grant and can you ever forgive me that movie with Melissa McCarthy have you seen that I haven't oh that is a great movie is it it's so interesting he deserves that nomination. it's fascinating he deserves it in spades great well um you can still actually see that um and I looked up all the movies, uh, which we'll get into that a little bit later on in this hour, where you can see some of these Oscar-nominated movies. Um, so, yeah, that's something you can still see at a few theaters in the Twin Cities. Um, and see, what else was a I, snub? Everyone thought that Crazy Rich Asians being left out was a snub. Oh, right. That is not an Oscar-worthy movie. That I, is a very entertaining movie. That is a well-done movie. I don't know. Do you feel like that's an Oscar-caliber movie? Um. I hate to say this, but no. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel think like, so either. I felt like I had such a great time watching it, and I was so proud that there was a movie. Proud, not not because uh, I am of that descent. I'm just saying it was great to see a movie where with you know, some Asians. Yes, yeah, it was great. Uh, so, but I I really don't know if that it should have been. In, it wasn't included, but I don't and know. then the other snub and I. I can't acknowledge if this is a snub or not, but mm-hmm. that women were left out of the race for best director. Right. I don't know. I've not heard anybody say a movie that was directed by a woman that I thought would be, should be nominated. Right. So I don't, even though I want there to be more women directors, even though I want there to be more women led casts and movies, I don't know that we can just like go, hmm, we need a woman here. Let's find a movie, yeah, any c- movie, any sh- movie directed by a woman. Because the problem here is that not enough women are directing. Correct. That's not that, you know, within the pool of people, let's just pick someone. Yeah. Um, people were upset that Tony Collette, her performance in Hereditary. Okay. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. OMG. Scary. Very, very scary scary. in a way that's different than other scary movies. Yes, because it's psychologically scary, but still very scary. Not gory. Well, not gory. Not there's just that movie stuck with me. Me too. She's such a good actress. Oh, God. What's that other movie she's in? Wanderlust, the TV series on Netflix. Have you watched that? I've not watched any of that. No. Oh, my gosh. That is a great series. If you're looking for a series. Yeah. 
What she do you know plays, what channel? Uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay, Wanderlust. She plays a woman who is in a committed marriage okay. and they decide to have an open marriage to see what that feels like. And then the ramifications are really interesting. Mm, yeah. And it's 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 a great watch. Okay. A great watch. I oh. think there's like nine episodes. Oh, I'll totally check that out. That sounds that sounds Yeah, awesome. Tony Collette, amazing actress. Yeah, she is. And if you haven't seen Hereditary, be prepared to, to just be freaked out. Yeah, it's really good though. I watched it alone in the dark uh-huh. and then my husband came to bed and was sleeping at the end uh-huh. and I like almost woke him up because I was so freaked out. But instead I started texting my daughter who was like, you did not watch that alone. Did you? <laughs> I love a good horror movie. Yeah, me too. And if they do, you know, I went to school for screenwriting and if, if somebody can figure out a way to scare people in a unique way, I always appreciate that. My full length script is a horror movie and it's not easy to do to find yeah. a new avenue to scare people. So really um, cool. Will you see Roma? I, I will see. I haven't seen it yet. It's beautiful. Okay. It's on very Netflix. beautiful on Netflix. Um, it's a quiet movie. It's a very scenic movie. Okay. Um, it's beautifully shot. The story is beautiful. Um, How do you yeah. feel about the actress that's nominated, uh, Yalitza Aparicio? I hope I'm saying her name yeah, right. Yeah, I think that it was a worthy performance. I do. As best actress. Yeah, she's a newcomer. She's okay. a 25-year-old woman who plays the nanny in the um, show. Okay. And yeah, I thought it was great. Now, people thought that Mary, uh, excuse me, Emily Blunt and Mary Poppins um, was snubbed. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Mary Poppins yet. Yeah, I heard it's good, and she plays a great character. Yeah. Um, you know. Then we have Olivia Coleman in that same category, The Favorite. Have you seen that movie? I haven't. Oh, people are crazy about that movie, and they want to talk about it after they see it, so go with a friend. Okay. Um, it is a movie about two uh, siblings that are vying for the queen's favor. Yeah, and and I've seen... The trailer, you know, a lot before going to see other movies and looked really cool. Um, it's scheming. It's very quick witted. It was always paired up right after it would play the trailer for Mary, Queen of Scots, which seemed uh, kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, OK, that's they shouldn't do that. There should be some separation between these because it's just going to be all like, I don't know which one. Mary, Queen compare. of Scots looks good, too. Yeah. Uh, that didn't really get any nominations except for costuming, I believe. Um, but yeah, I would, I mean, if you haven't seen, um, I, I know that Black Klansmen, that was earlier in the year. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, Bethel Synagogue actually had Ron Stallworth, the real guy. Yeah. Um, and he, he spoke there about his book. It's based on his book. Um, and that's actually going to be replayed. Some, one theater is playing it, uh, starting February 15th. So you can check that out. I just downloaded an app that, Probably everybody else has, but it kind of compiles where you can find any movie in the Twin Cities. It's Flickster. It's a part I didn't of have Red, that. Rotten I have Tomatoes. TV now where you can okay. find where the TV shows are playing. Yeah. Okay. So, so Flickster. it's okay. Flickster and it's, it's tied in with Rotten Tomatoes and the reviews. So you can right. kind of see how people are reviewing Flickster. So you can look up, put in any movie and it'll tell you where it's playing um, in the Twin Cities. Also... What what is the app that you're TV using? TV Now. TV Now. I use Real Good, 
which is R-E-E-L, good. And that tells you where you can stream. Like you can type in anything and it'll yeah, tell and it you tells what streaming you service. What streaming or if you have to pay for it or how much it is. Yeah. And Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I haven't I'm seen I'm glad that. he got nominated. Okay. I That movie was pretty overlooked because it wasn't really very true as a biopic and sure. that bugged the critics. Right. But his performances and him singing all those songs, I'm glad that he was nominated. Wow, talk about a transformation. Oh, good. Now, I've heard that... You know, Jason really didn't care for the movie. Yeah. He had a bad experience in the theater oh, during the screening. that whole thing, I can't even. Oh, did, can't were even. you there during that screening? Uh, no, but I've talked to him about it, where someone stood up when the he was kissing another man and made a scene in the movie theater. And was like, oh my God, yeah. take those people out immediately. Screaming homophobic slurs. Oh, that's just terrible. So that can sort of taint your view. I oh, bet gosh, yes. I saw it again. So I haven't seen that. What I usually do is I wait until these nominations come out, and then I go see everything that I can. My friend does that, too. They like binge and they yes. just go to every movie they can. Yes, it's just so much fun. So, and the luxury of living in a large city like this is that you can see them. You know, coming yeah. from a smaller town, you had to go to Kansas City to see something, some of these other movies that aren't in wide release. So, anyway, you can check that out. We'll put links on our show page, Flickster and Real Good, and your uh, the TV Now app that you use. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So I've yep. already forgotten. And a quick tip, too yeah. um, go to Twin Cities Film Festival in October. Because of these movies that are nominated for Oscars and SAG Awards, six of them played there. So I saw many of these movies there. So they really do a good job of bringing you these movies first. If you are someone who cares about movies, start going to those films and belong to that organization because they really have their finger on the pulse. Yeah, Twin Cities Film Fest, and Mm -hmm. anybody can be a member of that. And you you just get so much out of it. Yeah. You really do. Okay, um, Elizabeth is off today, so we're going to talk about some celebrity gossip stories coming up next sure. in the Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is time for the Dirt Alert. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is off today. She'll actually be hosting the show with me tomorrow and Friday, but right now... We're going to talk a little celebrity news. Uh, yesterday, Stephanie, we uh, had a story about B.B. Rexhoff, the the singer, and how, I don't know if you saw this, but um, she's going to be performing at the Grammys, and she can't find a designer who will make a dress for her. I have seen and heard about these people. What What is wrong with these designers? Like, what, uh, Well, uh, the really high-end ones. they just not know? They just, they think that their clothes probably aren't going to look good on a woman who is a size 8. Which, <laughs> she's a size 8, okay? she's. I looked up her height just to, we can get a picture of who she is. I, I even resent the fact that they're calling her curvy. At, at a size eight. eight. Me too. She's five foot five. So, you know, a little bit taller than the average height. And it's just ridiculous that we're seeing this as somebody that, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's, the, it's not the first time we've seen it, though. So then I'm like, is this the way that they get the word out that they need help with the dress? Like going public with it? I don't know. Isn't there a protocol or stylists or... Call Rachel Zoe. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, designer Christian Siriano. Siriano, who and Mike, always ends up dressing these people, by right, the way. Right? Like, uh, uh, who was it yesterday? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. 
world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Beyonce, he's dressed her in Sonny. Who else? Uh, Leslie Jones. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember Leslie Jones having an issue when she needed to go to an award show and she couldn't find anybody. Yeah, I believe that Christian Suriano I think he did. I think her. it was him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Megan Mullally had the same problem. She's also of normal size. And uh, BB Rexhaw just calling them out on Instagram. So Michael Costello, who was on Project Runway, has responded and said, I will make you a dress for free. Don't worry about it. We'll make you look fabulous. Good. So, yeah, see... I think in some ways this is a publicity stunt. Do you? Uh, I, hey, I love I that tinfoil hat. <laughs> yes. well, I mean, it's just I'm not understanding how someone who is a clothing designer says I can't. I, I just don't understand it. It's it's literally a matter of <laughs> of material. Like, what do you mean you can't? Right. I'm right. not understanding how you can't. Unless, like I said yesterday, you're using material that came from like King Tut or something like that from a long time ago, and there's a limited amount. Like, that's, <laughs> like this that's the ancient- only way I can understand you running out of not being able to do a. a and this woman's not even large. No. Size eight is. Uh, come on, y'all. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then uh, you talked about this in the last hour. Chris Brown. He was arrested in Paris. Yes. And what's the latest on that? So um, he was released on all charges uh, yesterday. I think it was like yesterday evening. And now he is going to sue the woman who uh, accused him of this for defamation. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I always heard about like rich people uh, talking <laughs> about like, de- you know, defamation. And I always I never understood really what it meant like. And I understand in this, your eyes. right in this case with him because he has a troubled past. He's obviously made horrific decisions with the Rihanna thing. I think he's had some issues with. I can never pronounce her name right. Karuchi, Karuchi Tran, Karuchi Tran, Karuchi Tran, and um and and for someone to make even an accusation like this and mm-hmm. it's not true could really. Because a lot of people were like, "Yep, typical Chris Brown. We know he did it," yeah. and then he was released, and it's like this obviously affects him because he is in the public eye and that affects his bottom line. I mean, really at the end of the day. So he is um, suing her. Uh, The alleged assault went down at Mandarin Oriental Hotel and Brown was arrested and released by Paris authorities in connection to the assault. And you said that you heard somewhere, read somewhere that he was consistently surrounded by people the the entirety of the night. And she's claiming that a bodyguard is the one who actually did this to her. Well, then why is she accusing him? And so he's just been arrested because he was coerced her to be there's it's complicated this this in this situation this is what undermines i think the entire uh me too movement when you have women who are making uh false allegations it does it just it it really and that's why you have all these situations where they're like why 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 just believe the person automatically and Mm -hmm. then you have other women who who are actually dealing with these situations who are afraid to speak up because you have women who are not being honest about this and this 
This is so uncomfortable. It's a mess. But what they did was they arrested him and a few of his other people in his entourage. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then they interviewed some odd, like 20 some odd people Mm -hmm. who said he never left the room. Mm. He was there playing music off of his phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody was just hanging out and having a good time. So he, he should continue to do that. Just constantly keep people around him all the time and yeah. just don't be alone with anybody I unless mean, it's his daughter. You really <laughs> it really comes down to that. Yeah. Having parties and being with people that you just met, probably not a good idea. Right. And and he I mean, he knows his past. He's aware of his past. If yeah. he's really trying to move forward and really trying to, you know, not be associated with anything negative, then he's gonna have to just make smarter decisions. Yes. Yes. Just be careful who he's I around. I can agree with that. Oh, that mercy. Absolutely. It's messy. It is messy. Okay. And then also, um, we talked about this in the six o'clock hour. Nick Sandman, who is, um, was a part of the whole, uh, the teens from the Catholic high school, mm-hmm. um, on the Today Show with Savannah Guthrie. So you can check that out. I'm not sure if it's already aired, but, um, basically she interviewed him and she's getting a lot of flack for that. Mm-hmm. But it's even before people see the interview. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you want to see his side of the story, his family has hired a PR firm. Um, and how old is he? He's 17. Young guy. Yeah. And, and, uh, a I just, I, I'm just upset not with the adults, all the adults involved. Yep, this is still, is this is still a kid at the end of the day. That's who I want to see interviewed. Tell me who was there. Right. To, and to I, I see no go. adult faces stepping up and saying we failed on this part or we should have. Nope. And it, and I'm frustrated because the kid, I feel like is left with the bag. Yeah. And he's 17. The brain at 17 is not. We had a discussion enough. this morning. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So that's the latest dirt. And we're going to talk about next. James Gandolfini's son will be playing him in a younger version of The Sopranos. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything. If you're feeling bad, do something good for somebody else and you'll feel better. Oh, yes. <laughs> Stephanie Hansen is here uh, with me today, as well as Sonny. Uh, and Sonny's running everything over there she's producing today. I so appreciate it. Yay. I'm, I'm just, I, you know, I'm an early morning person anyway. I'd rather hang out with some kooky people. Oh, good. Yes, kooky <laughs> people. Yes. Oh, and we want to give something away, don't we? Yes, we do. We have tickets to see the Children's Theater Company's yes. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yes. It's a four-pack of tickets. So you can give Sonny a call right now. Uh, do call it, do her it, at do number it. 7-651-641-1071. <laughs> uh, she'll get your information. And these are vouchers, so I believe you can use them anytime during the run, which is cool. I'm a Children's Theater alumnus. Are you really? Yes, I went to school there. <gasps> you did? Yes, Mr. Popper's Penguins is great. Wow. Yes. Oh my gosh, so what shows did you do? I was a child actress. I was, uh, my big claim to fame was I was very close to being cast as Alice in Wonderland. I did not get the part. Oh. Annie Enneking, who's a local actress, who's amazing, got it instead, and she was incredible. I ended up doing a lot of work in um, the behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like moving props and uh, working and moving sets in and out. And I was in the cast of A Little Match Girl. I was a little homeless waif in the (laughs) background. (laughs) Yes. Did you ever do Annie? Were you an orphan ever? No, but I wish. That was the first record I bought. Yeah. Oh yeah, that it's was the hard first. Knock life that was the first um, play that I saw. Amazing a musical. My my parents took us up to St. Louis and at the Fox Theater there, and so that was the first live performance I ever saw. I was that is six a years wonderful old. musical. I was they I, I it was like I was transported into another world. We were up in the first row of the balcony and. They said that I was just hanging on to the railing and just looking around, standing up the whole time, just. 
freaking out and they're like, uh oh, whoa, something's going on That's with Don funny. here. The first show that I saw was in fifth grade mm-hmm. at Children's Theater and it was Cinderella mm. with the beautiful actress Wendy Lair. Um and that really started my love of performance too. Yeah. Like seeing someone else doing it and thinking, oh my gosh, I could do this. Yes. So great and really sparks imagination. So take your kids to see a show at Children's Theater Company. And uh, it's also a great date, too. If you're looking to, you know, yeah. sweet talk somebody, bring her to Children's Theater Have Company. you ever been to the Jungle Theater, too? I know you're kind of a theater person. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, check that out. Okay. Whatever performance they do, it's a really cool theater, and they have really great actors and do great work there at the Jungle Theater. The Jungle Theater. Yes. Well, I mean, one of the reasons, one of the top reasons I moved here is because of of the theater scene. I mean, Minneapolis-St. Paul is known all over the country yes. as a great place to move if you're a theater student, you know. Amazing. So, yeah. So, great. Go check that out. Um, okay, so James Gandolfini, of course, he passed away. He was uh, Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. Well, this is some really cool news. There's a Sopranos sequel movie in the works. Prequel. Uh, pre- oh, yeah. Prequel. Prequel. Okay. And his son is actually going to play his the role of Michael him. Gandolfini. Isn't that funny? Um, he, the movie is called the many saints of Newark okay. and it is set in the late 1960s and it's a drama obviously that, uh, chronicles tensions between African Americans and Italians living in New Jersey's and becoming rivals kind of pre Sopranos. Right. Some of the people that were in Sopranos will make appearances apparently, um, in particular, there was a character named Alessandro Nivo, Nivola, who played Dickie Moltisanti, mm, yeah. who was the mentor of Teenage Tony. Yes. He's going to be in the movie, apparently. Oh, great. But how cool that his son gets to recreate um, a role that James Gandolfini really was synonymous with, with creating with Tony Soprano. So great. Yeah. Now, it looks like he is just 19 years old. Yeah. Young man. And he hasn't been acting for very long, but he did do five episodes of of a series on HBO called The, the Deuce. Deuce. Have you watched that? No. It's weird, but it is interesting. It's Maggie Gyllenhaal okay. and... Um, yeah, that's right. Who's James Franco. And it's a movie about a prostitute who, in season two, she starts to direct her own films and kind of take charge of her own destiny. I had no idea that that's what it was about. Yeah, The really? Deuce. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Uh, It's cool shots of the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if this is going to be, is this put out by a studio or if it's going to be? No, it is put out by a studio. I want to say it's like New Line or something. Okay. So it's not going to be on Netflix or? No, it will be. I have to go to the theater. Although (laughs) it's hard to know how all these things are being released, really. Yeah, Because the distribution is changing so much. Yes. So what are you watching right now? Um, I'm watching a show that I would highly recommend, but you can't watch it with your kids. Okay. Sex Education. Have you watched this with Gillian Anderson? I haven't. Donnie Love just told me about it yesterday. It has those same... It's it's a story about a teenage boy who... It's British, mm-hmm. and his mom is Gillian Anderson, and she's a sex therapist, and she has no boundaries about her sexuality or his. Mm-hmm. And it's her only son, and from a divorced relationship. And it's the story of him like trying to create boundaries with his mom, but also 
trying to be a high schooler. Mm. There's a lot of high school angst feelings that are sort of like stranger things a little bit. Okay. Where you kind of feel like you're in that 1980s time frame. Yeah. Um, And like what it felt like to have your first girlfriend and just the miscommunications about your sexual desires as a teenager. Uh Uh-huh. And trying to have like a sex life too as a teenager. It's very relatable. Um, and really well done, but super phallic in lots of places. And there is a lot of sex and sex talk and some mm, penises and that kind of thing. Really? Yes. They but can very, get away with so much in British television yes, that we can't. But it's totally worth watching. Oh, cool. Okay. I, I watched it actually all in one day. Did you I was really? kind of having a low day and I just binge watched and laid flat on my back and... I love that. Nipped a cold in the bud and felt great the next day. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Um, I'm trying to just this last week has been really fun, you know, but I haven't really had time to watch anything. Yeah, because, yeah, (laughs) you've been filling in. Exactly. Um, But I really have that on my list as well as the documentary about the fire Festival. Oh, yes. Everybody Hulu or Netflix. Yes. Now, Sonny, you've started watching one? Yes. And when I leave here today, I will be finishing. (laughs) Why do we, like, why do you think, Sonny, that we're so, because I want to watch it too. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the story of a grifter. Mm -hmm. Is that what's appealing about it, Sonny? Like, why are we so interested in watching this guy's failure? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I feel like the way they're playing it out, like you can tell, it starts out happy and you just know this impending doom is coming. You You can just tell they play it out and 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 usually when something goes terribly wrong it's almost like when i used to work with kids it's like okay well johnny had a really good day with with painting and he ate all of his breakfast and then comes the that (laughs) is a compliment sandwich i was gonna say you're supposed to do the sandwich and that's that's what this is because you can you can you can i don't know how they i don't know how they put it together but you can just feel the way they set it up when you start, you're like, oh, this is some this is some heavy stuff that happened. And as they keep continue to talk and they're talking about how much money is being spent and we don't know what's happening. I haven't finished it yet, mm-hmm. but it's for me, if it was like a book, it's definitely a page turner. It's definitely got me drawn in. That's the first thing I'm watching when I touch down after leaving. Here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Funny. It'll draw you in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. And I'm and I'm wondering, like, I'm, it feels like it's one of those American greed stories. Uh, that's what it, that's what it feels like but i don't want to put that i don't want to slap that on it yet until i completely watch it i think greed is okay and he's a grifter yeah. what is a grifter i don't know i don't what is it yeah somebody that takes advantage and rips off other people oh okay so con, con artist yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he's notorious from the time he was a young child okay oh, wow i don't like the way the guy at the beginning is like oh he's a good kid and i'm like come, first of all this is not a child are you watching the Netflix or the Hulu one? I'm watching the Netflix one. Okay. So there's two of them? Yeah, yes. there's one on Hulu. <laughs> and there's a whole, um, I think a oh, large portion of it on Hulu is an interview with him. Hulu paid him uh, to, uh, uh, to get an interview. Um, so that is, uh, Holly Roberts has watched that one, one uh-huh. of our other producers. And, and she said that it's really interesting psychologically mm. to, to, to see him and how he presents this. Yeah. Um, and that you can tell how people, he's almost like a cult leader. He can sway you. Yes. Wow. And he seems so manic, like just looking at his eyes oh, and how thank you, Holly. crazy he is. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I want to watch both of them. I'm so. definitely, oh, you just added, ooh, wait, I so got some good TV time. To yes. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so coming up next, we're going to talk about, um, you know, Prince Philip crashed his car, his SUV at 97 years old. Uh, there's some more details surrounding the eBay um 
the eBay auction for the crash debris. Oh. All right. So we're going oh. to we're going to get into that and also somebody else who's stupid, a guy who tried to fly with 43 pounds of pot. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, it's 848 going to be well it's 15 degrees right now it's a little bit colder we're getting into the real winter of minnesota going to be very windy uh tomorrow especially and in western minnesota a whiteout you know snow coming looks like we're not supposed to get any snow until monday again so yes. a little snow come on it's time yes now uh we have to drive in it but prince philip crashes suv is 97 years old oh they took a breathalyzer too did you hear that part yeah and but i i heard that that's standard over there if you crash your car everyone has to take one okay so they get, which is kind of cool yeah and good that. to know yeah i was like oh i would hate if that would be part of the reason oh yeah well um a lot of things have gone back and forth with this uh, somebody was trying to sell prince philip's car cr- crash parts on eBay, the bid got up to sixty-five. I'm sorry, eighty-five thousand pounds. Wow! And so eBay shut it down because they say that this listing has been removed in line with our policy relating to the sale of any item that seeks to profit from human suffering or tragedy. Oh <laughs> so well, I'm glad they buy have that that policy. Uh, yes. Now you have a PSA about Alexis that you would like. I'm going to gonna do a PSA on behalf of Alexis, okay. and that is this. Okay. Could you please keep your drones away from the airport and airlines, people? (laughs) Alexis is afraid of drones. What happened? Because in New Jersey, they like closed down the airport because a drone came within like 30 feet of an airliner. They closed the airport until they could get a handle. There were two drones and they were talking to someone who was on the plane was like, yeah, we didn't know there were drones. We just thought it was bad weather. Drone people. No. What are you doing? Like, this is going to be real bad when your drone causes a commercial airliner to crash and kill people. Exactly. Stop it. Yes. I was at a theme park once and they had to shut down the park for hours at a time because somebody was flying their drone around the roller coasters trying to get good shots of like the roller. And it's like, you can't do that. It might hit somebody in the face as they're on (laughs) big ride and what is wrong with people like Like it literally shut down the park like for hours at a time everybody you know this could be someone's one vacation they ever take and you're gonna ruin it yes some drone drones well now you have to register your drone so good that's because then they can figure out who you are but even the like i don't suppose the little drones that you can buy for christmas can go up into no air patterns can they no okay but you know you spend 150 bucks and you can you can send it up pretty high yeah yeah just it's really great for uh filmmakers because you can get these crane shots and things like being in in small films and things like that they love them because you can get amazing shots for your little low budget film did you like that did you hear about because i know you're a game of thrones buff yeah did you hear about that on the latest set that they had some kind of a cannon that they could shoot drones out of the sky with it and they got permission from Belfast or whatever it is they're filming to be able to do this. That's amazing. Yeah, because there was this fear that someone would have a drone flying up and over these outdoor sets. And filming and and then it would be spoilers for the show. So they never had to do it, but they got permission from Belfast to use their airspace if there was a drone that they could shoot it out of the air. Now, Stephanie, I would love to be that guy or girl. I'm a girl who shoots the drones. (laughs) 
want to be I want to be behind the cannon so bad. That would be so fun. Oh my gosh. Wow. To wear that on like one of those uh it's, it feels like um uh ghostbusters where you have like the backpack yeah. and then the big whatever that yeah. flagellator is or whatever they call it. The yeah. thing that sprays the foamy weird lasers. Oh my gosh. Yeah, as a gamer, I would be like, "Yes, this is like real life gaming. I can shoot a cannon that'll take down a drone." Maybe that's a career dawn and you just haven't found your calling. Oh man, I would be out of here so quick. I'm that was kidding. my that was my public service <laughs> okay. announcement for Alexis. Well, speaking of airports, a guy tried to fly with 43 pounds of pot in his luggage. Um he was flying from Sacramento to Austin last Thursday and the good news he was under the airline's 50 pound limit so he avoided the extra baggage fee but he's looking at up to 10 years in prison so don't you think people fly with pot all the time yeah but not 43 pounds of it yeah that's a lot so this had to smell yeah well a drug dog smelled the pot (laughs) he actually made it through the airport in uh, Sacramento and made it to San Antonio or I'm sorry, Austin. Um, but then his bags got flagged at the airport in Austin after a drug dog smelled the pot. See, but he That's made it through one airport. That's a special kind of bold. Yeah, isn't it? That's or a special dumb. kind. Of, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> and then I'm so judgy. I looked at his mugshot. I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you were high whenever you decided to, that and you were going to get away with that. might be from Florida. Oh, my gosh. Everyone who's wacky is from Florida for sure. They really are. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, dude, you're not going to... Dude. Mean, that's, that is a lot of pot, you know? That's just too That much. is a lot of pot. Yeah, and you're obviously going to sell it because if you're smoking all that, whoa. <laughs> I have uh, I have just say no Nancy Reagan feelings about pot. Oh, do you? Kind of. I grew up in that like just say no era yeah. and it really worked on me. Marketing works, people. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and I still, every time like I think about pot, I think of Nancy Reagan in her little red suit. Just say going, no. Just say no. <laughs> Don't ruin your brain, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have Donna and Steve and they are here to tell us about what's going on on their show today. Hi, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, God, friends. a lot of Estrogen. I know. Jeez, I'm walking into the man den. Donna's yeah. liking it. <laughs> Donna, come over here. I know. You're always outweighed. Right. Yeah. Are you the you're the only show on my talk that has outweighed uh, male to female? That is true. How about that? It's very true. You, you hold like your own, Donna. She does great. Thank you, Steph. It's uh, <laughs> struggles real. In what ways have uh, we as men? Um, either harmed you or helped you in the last year. Oh, gosh. I don't have the time, Steve. You always make her sound like a crazy cat lady. (laughs) Um, Steph. Thank you, Steph. She's a crazy cat Cat lady lady. minus the cat. She just doesn't have the cat. If you guys could see what happens in this room during commercial breaks, you would not believe your eyes. What are you implying? You're nuts. You are nuts. It's so much fun, though. I know I am nuts, but what, what Donna Valentine, because she's more professional or radio broadcast, than I what she doesn't let out is that she's straight up like if you think she's kooky on the air she does sometimes weirder things than I do during commercials but then she comes back hey guys welcome back it's Donna Valentine like My she's normal one. Oh, I know I love her that's why she's Ooh, one of my crazy. best friends here <laughs> Donna when are we going to go secretly... sledding again oh my gosh we need to do that we need to go oh, yeah, it's too right. cold right now yeah. though it's like minus tubing 18 up there at Buck Hill is a blast oh Buck Hill has tubing oh, yes and oh. they have the, the rope where it pulls you up yes. yeah that's what we yeah. did We're uh, near Duluth right uh, yes Donna? we were at uh, Spirit Mountain coldest okay. place 
on Earth. So much Man. fun. But anyway, we've got Millennial X Games coming up at okay. uh, 11.30. And Steve also watched uh, Conan's The Return, Return of Conan O'Brien show, yeah. Thank you for letting us know what you're doing on your show. I forgot to ask that part. Okay, guys, <laughs> as Jason would say, if you're a kid being bullied, uh, don't accept it. Because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. And... Um, you be you, unless you're a terrible person, then be don't someone be bad. else. Exactly. <laughs> See you later.